not in Kansas anymore. You have my curiosity. Are you telling me you built a time machine? The force will be with you. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast, the podcast where we get real about all our favourite pop culture films and TV shows. And with me, as always, is my 8-bit co-host, Sam. It's-a-me! It's-a-me! Sam! So close to clipping. We've just been fucking around doing the Halo theme for 10 minutes before we started recording. Oh, I was going to let you go a bit longer, no, but we'll no, do, we'll do it. No, we're You're all, better at it. You're no, better we're very it. sensible here. so We yeah. don't want to get copyright stricken already. No, no. Bloody. Who, who does Halo now? Uh, 343 three, four, three. and Microsoft. 343 will be all over our ass. And Microsoft will be all over our ass. <laughs> Listening to a little podcast. <laughs> little podcast from Northwestern yeah, England. Yeah, because they don't have <laughs> enough money. So, if you've not guessed already, this week uh, we are talking about video game movies, the best, the worst, and the darn right ugly of yeah. those movies. We'll just specify as well, it's going to be live action movies. Yeah. We'll probably do animated ones a different time. Yeah, I think maybe... Or foreign ones, because they're mental. Yeah, there's a bit of a blurred line between animated. I mean, obviously we're going to cover off some animated animation, but... Yeah, but it's mixed with live action, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. We'll so, give it a pass. So, in terms of news, uh, I'm going to start off with a really uh, serious story for such a light, ha- light, light start to the podcast. So, obviously, the big news this week in terms of film, um, not in terms of films as such, but um, the world of the world of movie production is the Weinstein result. Um, he got the guilty verdict, Chris. Um, but in terms of what we really need to talk about is the awareness of this. That obviously, have you seen the film Bombshell? Not yet. Very, very much follows a similar narrative, I suppose, to what we've seen in the news. Mm-hmm. Um, the really work, like the sickening part of this whole story is not only the um, obviously what's happened in terms of the context of it, and that everyone listening to this should be aware of why why, why it's going on. Um, but the most serious charge he got let off for. Yeah, he only got the guilty verdict for. Well, I mean, I say only. You know, it's 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 good in one light that he did get the guilty verdict, but in terms of you know, he he got away to some yeah. to some extent with some of the allegations that he got. Yeah, I believe it's only statutory rape that he's getting charged for in the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, and Not- I don't want to I don't want to dwell on this topic too much because obviously it's a it's a very very different term for this podcast, but it's such an important story. Um. I, what what I would like listeners to do is to check out the hashtag Me Too movement, and um, mm-hmm. just to raise a little bit of awareness of what is what is going on and what was going on in this industry in terms of film, TV, in terms of broadcast and stuff, just to raise a little bit of awareness from just a small little podcast production for, yeah. with ourselves. I think so. it's worth go read into this subject matter. It's still unfolding at the moment as well. Like apparently, he's going to appeal the charge already yeah which i hope they just throw the bucket and put him in jam pop and he can get a taste of his own medicine but that's my own hot take anyway yeah it's very much a thing that lawyers will try to do an appeal if Mm -hmm. um you know they will try and do that but hopefully we don't see any result of it so like i said i wanted to just bring a bit of awareness to that really quickly for those who do listen to this just to make sure that obviously we are we are talking about it as well as the other subjects that we do touch yep. on. We can't um, just have light-hearted moments. No, definitely not. And before we move on as well, there is one more little bit of news. It is kind of sad. 
um, Catherine Johnson, who was a figure... Um, God, using the word figures really throw me off trying to say the movie title. <laughs> she was a NASA mathematician. Yeah, and it was part of the story of hidden figures that came out a couple last of, uh, like last year, was it? Towards the beginning of last year, or uh, towards the end of 2018. Of years ago. Yeah. yeah, so she, she unfortunately passed away, but fortunately, at the great age of 101 years 101. old. 101. Yeah. So. And it, it was nice to see her story being told before she passed away. Yeah. She was able sure. to see the impact that she had on the world and. They even brought her out, I believe, at the Oscars or the Golden Globes, which was lovely as well. Yeah. So in terms of serious stories, that's us covered off. Um, the the next story that we've got lined <laughs> up is probably the most inappropriate. Yeah, let's cheer us all up. Yeah, so there's been a... Do you want to cover this one off, actually? Yeah, yeah. so we've had yet more set photos released from the set of Venom 2, and we're getting another look at Woody Harrelson's Cletus Cassidy with... Uh, the most bizarre haircut I've ever seen. So, it's like his yeah. fringe is like gelled into like weird spikes that tied or wave off his forehead. <laughs> but he definitely looks like a murderer, doesn't he? Yeah, it is bizarre haircut. It looks so, like a murderer of women. Yeah, it, it, it's really weird. Yeah. It's like uh, what I imagine that's happened is that he's come out of prison and he's cut down that big curly bob that he had into. Yeah. Into this monstrosity. He's got of rid haircut. of his like sideshow bob hair and now he's got Bart Simpson hair. Yeah, it's uh it's it's horrendous. Yeah. So Chris, quick question for you. Yep. Venom two. Doggy do or let's do. <laughs> so if you did not hear the end of the last episode, we decided on a a ranking scale for the video games uh video game movies of Doggy Do or Let's Do. <laughs> And what where does this fall for you? Um, so far? This is this is somewhere in the middle. I'm a bit more optimistic for it than I was of Venom One. Yeah, but judging by Venom One, I'm still hesitant. It's also got Andy Serkis directing now, so I think it'll definitely be better than the first one. So let's a do. Let's give it a let's a do. Yeah, I'm quite excited to see where Andy Serkis goes with this. To be fair, yeah, I think he's uh, I think he's quite a phenomenal director. Yeah, from, from the, what we've seen, we've seen yeah. yeah. I thought that it was The Jungle Book he did. Yeah. And Mowgli was a good film, to be fair, if you've not seen it. I've I not seen his it. version of The Jungle Book, the Mowgli one. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. It's quite nice. Okay. Uh, next story is um, Project Luminous from Lucasfilm um, has been announced. Yes. So this sort of had a tricky first day of new cycle. So when was it that this dropped? Was it yesterday morning? Uh, or was it this morning? It was yesterday morning. Well, it was yesterday morning, but last week when yeah, we recorded yeah. this. For now. us, it was it was Tuesday morning, last Tuesday. You'll be hearing this on Monday, so nearly a week ago. And they announced that their next saga that they're leaning into heavily is going to be called the High Republic. Yes, and they've explained that it's going to set be set two hundred years before Phantom Menace. It's going to be during the Jedi Order's like high command of the Republic, um, the relative peace in the galaxy, but of course they do not stretch to the, all edges of the galaxy. So there is a, a bounty hunter, not a bounty hunter, there's like a, a dis- tribe outside of them called the Nile. Yeah, they described it as... Um, Vikings. Yeah, as space knights versus space Vikings or yeah. something like that. Yeah, they said Vikings versus... Arthur's Knights of the Round Table. I am really gutted though that we're not getting 
a movie announcement from Project Luminous. Yes. It's mostly books and like what looks like small like comic series and yeah. stuff. Yeah, so they said things. it was going to be comic books, books, and um, maybe a video game, I think, was maybe mentioned. Well, I think um, Jedi Order Fallen... Jedi... <laughs> Jedi Order Fallen, Order Fallen, Jedi Order Fallen. Butchered. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order 2 has been like very loosely confirmed, I think, to be happening. Have you also heard that they're probably going to be moving that character over to a TV show as well? Which oh, really? makes sense because they got... um, What was his name? Uh, Cal... Yeah, uh, what was the actor's name? Something Monaghan, Dom- isn't it? Dominic Monaghan. No. No, that's from <laughs> Lord of the Rings. And Star Wars. Yeah. He was in Star Wars, wasn't he? Uh, um, Gregory! Nope. Cameron. Cameron. It was. It was Cameron, Cameron was Monaghan, it? Yeah. wasn't it? Um, it makes sense. He's been a TV actor for a number of years now. So it makes sense that they hired a TV actor if they wanted this character to transfer into TV. Yeah, for sure. I think he's really good. I liked him in Gotham. He was pretty cool in Gotham. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, sometimes he was. <laughs> Project Luminous. Yeah, so I think it's going to be quite quite interesting. I think the whole High Republic thing is going to be cool. Um, you've got the... Have you seen the Wookiee with the lightsaber? Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I was into it. That's uh, interesting. But uh, yeah, I, I'm gutted it's not like Sith. I would have liked more Dark Side Sith, but yeah, well, Space Vikings, I suppose, will do. See, so it took like a day to come out that they were just there, like, we're not making films or TV off this, which everyone, I think, sort of thought they were, because it wasn't that clear in the promotional video that they put out. Yeah. But that does mean that the films are going to be something different, and we did hear a while ago that they were maybe doing Old Republic stuff, which would have been before the High Republic. Yeah, true. So So we could still get Sith. Well, I mean, if we think about the quadrilogy or whatever that we had from uh, the Skywalker saga. Okay. There's no harm in... There's more than a quadrilogy. There's more than four the films. Tri- trilogy. <laughs> the trilogy of trilogies. The trilogy of trilogies. Saga. The Skywalker trilogy. The saga. Um, they're not afraid to start somewhere and then mess about with the timeline and go yeah, back further. And definitely. It's, it's hard that this isn't a film to talk about so it's yeah it's comics it's going to be interesting hopefully the movies that we get are touching upon the old republic Mm -hmm. because they very much uh do you remember a while ago there was that kathleen kathleen kennedy kathleen kathleen kennedy and she she didn't recognize the word she she acknowledged knights of the old republic and that it was something that they were looking into Mm -hmm. so either that could have been could have been High Republic, and maybe she just wasn't. Like, that to her, yeah. that is the same thing. Or it could be that we are getting something nice to the old Republic, which possibly. Cool. I speaking, would hope so. Speaking of Disney, we're going to skip to the bottom of the list on news. So, okay. yeah, we've got bobbing in and then bobbing out. <laughs> <laughs> so this was my name for this segment: bobbing in and bobbing out. I also nearly use bobbing for CEOs. Um, so Bob Iger has stepped down as CEO of Disney and replacing him is Bob Chapek. 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 It sounds like like a Pokemon. Like Chappelle. Like Dave Chappelle. It sounds like a Pokemon. Chapek. Yeah, it sounds like a little bird Pokemon. Um, He was, in fact, the uh, former head of Disney Parks. 
Oh, okay. Originally. So that's why he's probably stepping in to Yeah. It's all happened very suddenly. It did, didn't it? Yeah. I think he just I think he just was ready for retirement. I think that's what it was. I think also because Bob Iger released a book a couple months ago, didn't he? Yeah. That was probably like him booktailing his time at Disney and he is getting on a bit, so maybe he wanted to let someone else take over. Yeah, and it seems about right, you know. It's one of them where it's you know the Star Wars is going to come to a bit of a halt for a bit, and then you've got the new Marvel Cinematic Universe. You've got that the whole next stage of that is going to be coming in. It's probably a good time for him to step off now. You know, Galaxy's yeah. Edge is done. Um, you know, he, he has kind of done a lot with the brand, hasn't he? So yeah. he's not been without his own sort of stories and time in the spotlight so maybe it is time after this book came out for him to sort of step away yeah i can imagine it'd be very hard in terms of the in terms of disney for him to step away once the ball gets rolling on the next chapter of disney you know it's a good yeah. it's a good place to to bookmark it off Aye. um speaking of disney <laughs> still speaking of disney because everything is disney now everybody is owned by disney yeah so we have a very very slight little rumor that i saw mm. in the rumor mill that we could have the potential of Hydra in the Black Widow. Making so I've not seen anything of this. Where's where's your hot scooper? Is this like a... Have you got an inside man? Uh, no. I, Is I've... it Bob Iger? Was it Bob Iger himself? <laughs> yes. I had him on speed dial. I said, Bob, before you pack in, before you bob out, you've got to bob me some news about a film that's coming well, out. He made he you said... pay 10 bob to get the news. And then he blocked my number and a restraining order and oh. yeah. But he did tell you that Hydra might be in Blackwood. Yeah, I think I saw this on like a, it it might have been on like a, I don't know, I saw it on my my Facebook timeline. Okay, okay, yeah. And then I went down the rabbit hole a little bit and there was just um, some symbolism, I think, in one of the trailers that could hint towards it. Uh, And then it was also like part of the rumour mill as well. And with rumours now with the films, I mean, your hit rate on rumours do tend to be pretty right, or yeah. they tend to be there or thereabouts. So we might not get the return of Hydra as such, but we might get an old Hydra base or something well, like that. Well, what I'm thinking as well is we've got the shots of young Thunderbolt Ross as well. Aye. So that might be when um, Natasha Romanov is defecting from the KGB. Maybe. So maybe she's defecting while they're in a battle with Hydra or something like that. So it is, it's entirely possible because this film's going to jump around in the timeline a bit. Yeah. So it's entirely possible that we could flash back to when Hydra was still active. You excited for Black Widow? We talked about I it am. before. I'm pretty I excited. Am. The cast is great. Yeah. Oh, well, I watched, um, speaking, of David, speaking of David Harbour, yeah. I watched uh, Hellboy the other day. What did that's you on think Netflix. of Hellboy? You know what? Quick, very, very quick review of Hellboy. I very much enjoyed it visually. Story-wise, it's really? a bit it's a bit bit pants story-wise. But I thought like it's extremely violent. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's but extremely the CGI does not look finished it, at all. No, it doesn't. But because it's so violent and over the top, I kind of didn't mind. I loved the bit where um he was fighting those three giants. I think that was the worst sequence of the film. It looked awful. Don't get me wrong, it's wonky, right? But 
it's such an out more out there Hellboy combat than what we had with the previous Ron Hellboy. Yeah. yeah, the Ron Perlman Hellboy. So, I like the aesthetic of this film, but I think it was complete wasted potential. Yeah, it's the a waste. The characters yeah. were badly written. Yeah, like the reveals were all over the place. Oh, it yeah, didn't make sense. The CGI was awful. Yeah, character wise, like, it was the villain yeah. was not a threat in the slightest. No, like I just thought it was trash like it could have been really good and i'm gutted for david harbour that he won't get a sequel to it yeah i mean they said it he was a, good in the role yeah they set it up for a sequel at the end yeah but um yeah i don't know we're not getting it no <laughs> we won't be getting it but i really like i don't know i thought it was just so out there and just so over the top that i kind of saw past the cgi a little bit and just kind of thought ah oh, that's very very violent but like all like the action scenes as well like the pacing's so weird it is a weird and the, film. the editing is awful. Yeah. Like, I feel like most of that film got lost in the edit. So that's our episode done of uh, yeah. Hellboy. Right. Um, what's the next news, Chris? Uh, what is the next news? I'm unlocking my phone again. Uh, Jurassic World d- Dem- 3? Yeah, yeah, Jurassic three. World 3, Jurassic Park. Speaking of trilogies. Um, Jurassic World Dominion. Dominion, yes, that's correct. Not Domination like I thought it was. Yeah, not uh, Domination. Either way. <laughs> yeah. Both would have been trash names. I think that... Dominion. Dominion. Well, it's Dominion is because now uh, where we left off with the last Jurassic World is the dinosaurs are out and about. Yeah, in, but I just think that's just a, and it's a bad the name. the Jurassic Dominion. It's the Dinosaurs Dominion. Yeah. Also, that might just be a working title. It might not be the final one. I can't even you tell you. You would guess so with the director pointing it out mm. there, but... I couldn't even tell you what the last one was called, to be honest. Uh, Fallen Kingdom. Fall. I think Dominion's better than Fallen Kingdom. I think they were both bad. And I'll say they're both better than The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that title when it came out. I Rise really did. I really yeah. didn't like it. And yeah. it kind of gave away like the end of the film as well. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. So yeah, Jurassic World Dominion. Are you excited yeah. for a new Jurassic World? Uh, yeah, you know what? The last one was a bit... Mm, yeah, I don't know. I think the last one had... It was, like, very 50-50. Yeah, it was very 50-50. There were some but, parts I mean, about it that were really good. I'd say the first half was really good. The second half, I would say, maybe was... Yeah, when they were weak. on the island was pretty good. Yeah, everything to do with that, the escape from the island, all that sort of stuff was really cool. There were some cool horror elements when they were in the house with the Endoraptor loose. Yeah, but again, it all got spoiled in the trailers anyway, didn't it? Yeah, I think everything since the first Jurassic Park has been very 50-50 though, so you know. Yeah, so this is, uh, you take it from here now for the rest of the bits and bobs. So, we've had a new photo revealed from the set of The Batman. It feels like all we do on this podcast is cover the Batman. Should we just turn this podcast into the Batman leaks podcast? Well, I'd say it kind of felt a bit fitting that we were doing video game movies because we talked how it was quite Arkham-y and Arkham Asylum. So we've had a new shot from the set of what we assume is a murder victim from the Riddler. We see a guy with a bloodied plastic bag like strangled across his face almost and text written on it. I... I couldn't seem to make out what he was saying. I've not seen this. Let me have a look. Uh, so keep scrolling down. We're looking at it on the website. Oh, no, it's not on there. Um, uh, leave it with me. Keep talking yep. while I find it. So this seems like like the most edgy version of the Riddler we seem to have gotten so far. 
like uh, typically in most of the versions that we've got so far, he's not really been that much of a murderer. He's normally just like toying around with um Batman. These are not the shots. These are just shots from the what, comic books. Okay, can I ask you, Chris, why do news outlets make it so hard to find what you're trying to look for? I can't believe you're not finding the article yet. You're oh, on CBR. It was on screen. Oh, it, I saw was, this. Uh, it was on Reddit and it has been taken down. Okay. You might be able to find it somewhere else. Yeah. But, yeah. So, I don't know what it said, but it seemed to be the Riddler leaving clues for the Batman to follow. So, maybe... The Riddler might be the overarching big bad. I think that would be really cool. I think the maybe he's pulling the strings of everyone else. Yeah, I, I really like the idea of this. I think having someone like the Riddler, maybe you know, and not the Joker, I think it's going to be quite cool. I've never really thought of uh, it's Paul Dano, isn't it? Yeah, Paul Dano. Um, I've never really thought of him as like a big villain of a film before. I know he's played like minor villain parts, but he's normally being controlled by someone else. Yeah. So it will be interesting. It'll be like a turn of like character for him. But who knows? Who knows? It, it it would be cool, like if he is the mastermind behind it all. Yeah. Um, I think we'll get some really. I kind clever... of forgot what I was saying halfway through that sentence. Then, so we'll move yeah. on to the next clip anyway, because yeah. all we seem to do is talk about. I just can't the find Batman. this photo. So. Yeah, the photo's just disappeared from the internet now. Yeah, I, I did it's... see it. It looked pretty snotty, which was cool. I think maybe this wasn't meant to have been leaked. I think they've they've not minded some of the Batman stuff being yeah. leaked, but maybe this is well, a this, bit much. Well, this one wasn't even like it was somebody nearby just like snapping a photo of it. Like This was somebody pulled out the phone and took a screen of the reference monitor. Oh, okay. As they were filming. But like nobody was blocking the shot, and they were right in front of it. So it was either... Matt Reeves or someone else. So maybe he sent it to someone and someone's leaked it or Yeah. Maybe um maybe everyone went on like a donut coffee break or something yeah, and, and then the intern snapped it. The intern snapped it. And they're not an intern anymore. No, they will never work in Hollywood again. Okay, so up next, I think I just clicked on something. Did I just get rid of the entire list of movies? Nope. It look it's disappeared from mine. So Chris Evans' Little Shop of Horrors reboot. <laughs> oh, there yes, you go. You have just yep. got rid of it... all the movies, Chris, that okay. we were about to talk about. Uh, there's an undo button. It's undone. We're safe. The episode's restored, guys. Don't worry. Google yeah. Keep, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> Google a Google Keep. Not a sponsor. If you want to sponsor us, please do. Uh, Chris Evans has been cast, uh, rumored to be cast in the Little Shop of Horrors reboot as the dentist. Interesting. I've not seen Little Shop of Horror since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I liked it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it needs a reboot. No, nope. it was fine the way it is. It's kind of timeless. It's like you're not going to remake the Rocky Horror Picture Show successfully, so why redo Little Shop of Horrors? Yeah, I reckon with um, with Chris Evans in it though, it'd probably be quite good. He he can sing and dance and everything. So in a musical comedy, why not? Why the hell not? Why not? Okay, next one as well. Parasite's ticket sales is up 200% after its Oscar win. Goodness me, 200%. So, well, so that's it's up 200%. So does that mean like it's got three times as many or two well, times as many? I think the other thing Either to, way. I think the other thing to consider with this is that after it got shown at the Oscars, it did get more of a UK release so that we've started to show more foreign, yeah. foreign language films. I'm actively getting adverts for... Parasite now being shown at Odeon and Cineworld on yeah. all my social medias now. That's probably had some kind of contribution towards yeah, it. 
definitely is. But that that's amazing to see the fact that people are now going out and seeing this film. Yeah. So hopefully now in the future we will see more foreign language films given more of a chance in our cinemas without it being the smaller cinemas or like one show in a week in a large cinema or something. Yeah, defo. Okay. Definitely. After that, um, that was wrong. Snake Eyes has finished. Is wrapped production. This has got Henry Golding in it. What's Snake Eyes? Snake Eyes is the mute ninja character from uh, the G.I. Joe franchise. Oh, okay. So you know the G.I. Joe franchise? Have you seen any of those films? No. <laughs> no, neither have I. Um, but I was going to ask you, Sam, in our world-famous G.I. Joe segment of the episode, G.I. yeah or G.I. no? G.I. don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Henry Gordon's a good actor. He's the um, British-Asian, I believe, actor from Last Christmas. He was good in that. Oh, the yeah. Gentleman. Um, he was in Crazy Rich Asians, which is great. So it's good to see him leading a film like this big. But I don't really care too much about it. I might go see it because he's in it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> that's all we wanted to say about that because we don't really care about the film but some people might do G.I. Joe's got a massive following yeah it is a bit and those of a... films did gangbusters at the box office yeah it is a bit of a cult following really these yeah. films isn't it I like G.I. Joe yeah. when I was a kid but yeah yeah Cobra and all that is yeah, that G.I. Joe is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool so let's go Joe's <laughs> so we're not talking um, actual action figure animated series turning into movies we're talking about Video game movies this week. Video game movies turning into movies. Yeah. Which so, then got turned into action figures. My God. I need to refresh my brain after that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to be talking everything to do with any kind of video game that got changed into a live action movie. Uh, we have seen some of these, <laughs> to be very Some precise. of them. Some being the key word there. Yes. I am seeing some on the list as well, which are not live action, so we will skip past them. Should we skip past the ones that are live, aren't live action? Yep. Okay. So get rid of Final Fantasy. Okay, that's gone. Right. And we'll carry on. I think I took the rest of them out. Cool. So, where to start off other than a film that we have not seen? <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll notice a thread in the... Uh, thread? Trend. 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 But we will start with the somewhat reasonably acclaimed Sonic the Hedgehog film that has just come out. Last time I checked, it was sat on 79% on Rotten Tomatoes for the audience feedback. And that is not bad. <laughs> which is fresh. That is the not bad. Critic review was, I think, 1% over fresh. Okay, still fresh though. Yeah. So this film obviously had a massive bumpy start. Let's <laughs> just um, look at a photo. Of Ugh, what don't Sonic make me do the it. Hedgehog don't make me do it. Why like. has it got teeth? Why has it got human teeth? So, Why has it yeah. got human teeth? So Sonic looked a little bit, uh, a little bit funny before. Um, Monstrous. Maybe, yeah, you could say uh, something out of uh, Five Nights at Freddy's or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Yeah. So they after. The backlash they got online, they completely redid the CGI modeling for this character. Yeah. And I think afterwards, he looks great. He doesn't fit into the world quite as well by the looks of it. No. Like, he definitely looks like now he's from a different universe. Yeah. But he does look great. He looks just like Sonic. Do you remember when the posters were coming out for this film? 
They were leaking. And yeah. you saw the... Just the legs. San Francisco bridge and his legs. But then I remember that really horrifying picture that somebody had done of him. Uh, really <laughs> horrifying picture. I can't remember. Let which... me... let me. I'll find it and then I'll okay. describe it. So do you reckon then, obviously, without... We haven't seen this film, but I've seen a little bit. So do you reckon maybe they're going to, after the success of this set it up for a bit more of a Sonic expanded universe or do you reckon it's got the potential? The, the SCEU Sonic Cinematic Expanded Universe. I like it. <laughs> you like heard it. it here first. As we talked about in not the previous episode, the episode before where we were talking about shadowy guns. Yeah. Uh, there is a lot of potential, obviously with stories and stuff. You've got all like, you know, Green Hill Zone. Yeah, there's and, so many yeah. characters now. And you got quite a few villains now as well, and you could also focus some on like different characters, like give Knuckles his own one maybe when he was with his uh, Knuckles uh, clan, whatever. What is Knuckles? <laughs> I don't know. A Knuckles is just like uh... he's kind of like a hedgehog, but then he's got spiky Knuckles. Yeah, it was it was this like silhouette picture. Oh yeah, and he's weirdly muscular. Yeah, the the, the we're talking uh, about Sonic again now. Yeah, so we're back to Sonic. There was a silhouette picture that got leaked about the very very beginning, um, and this is the photo. Like that he definitely got... looks like he should have a dong right there, but he doesn't. <laughs> it looks like just a human with a headpiece crouching over. Yeah, it was this photo that someone had like made it look like it was a real hedgehog, but it was really terrifying. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he um, was terrifying enough. Yeah, he's terrifying enough. So this film's getting praised for Jim Carrey's performance. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, all in all, we I mean, can't really say much more because we no. haven't seen it. So we're gonna do our world famous rating system of doggy do our let's do. Uh, or, do, or do you want to change this? I'll give you one last try. We okay. could make this video game themed and include Mario, and it could be a let's go <laughs> or. Oh no! <laughs> you know the two famous Mario sound effects. Only if oh, you. No, 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 no. Only if you make the sound effects. Only if you make the sound effects. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. So, what would Here you rate go. it? Let's go. Woohoo! I'd give it a let's go. It's a me, <laughs> a Mario. Woohoo! Let's go. Oh my god! You're clipping the mic. So Be careful. That's a, that's a let's go or. Let's do. You're gonna get sick of that by the time we get about halfway down this list. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's Sonic. I uh, was gonna start in chronological order, but let's just do it how the list is. Yeah. Let's just do the list. We're and gonna, then at the end, we'll pick our favorite. Yeah. We're not gonna do it in any kind of order. The order is of of which I thought about them. Yep. Basically, when I put them on a list. So. Okay. So the next one is Detective Pikachu. This is one that I watched the end of today. This was Sam's homework. This was my homework, one that I actually watched. You've already seen this. Didn't you watch this in cinema? No, I did not see this. Did you cinema. not? I missed out on cinema. Okay, but you have seen this. Yeah, as soon as it came out on home release. Okay, what's your thoughts on Detective Pikachu? I really liked this film. Like, I'm a big Pokemon fan anyway, so I'm a little bit biased. But yeah. I was expecting not to like it as much as I did. But it was kind of heartfelt. And Ryan Reynolds really sold Pikachu. Yeah, obviously we we don't want to talk too much spoilers because we're going to talk about a lot of films in this. So I want to keep it kind of kind of lenient a little bit. Yeah, let's so keep it brief. Keep but... it brief. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I really liked it. I really liked it. Good. I thought it it put in like so many. I mean, there is a lot of Pokemon in this there film is as well. So many. 
And like, there's more than you realize. Just looking in the background, like there'll just be random ones flying about. Yeah. In the background. And I'll be honest, I would, I'd say maybe like the acting wasn't fantastic from the the lead actor. I'd say it was okay. It was but, okay for a kid for a kids film. Yeah, but what you've also got to think about is he is talking to nothing in most yeah. of this film. Yeah, he's talking, he was talking to a ping pong ball on a stick. Yeah. So, in all fairness, yeah, it's cool. It's kind of cool to see the Pokemon universe like as though it was real life in a somewhat believable way. Yeah. It's not like too out there. But... What did you think of the designs of the Pokemon? You know what? I thought they were fine. I thought, um, let me go over a couple. So the Cubone at the beginning was cool. Yeah. Uh, I thought the Pikachu was cool. Pikachu looked great. I think he looked the best out of all of them, but yeah. I think you kind of need to nail that one because he's in every scene. Yeah, and I was I was just talking about a bit before we started recording where uh, Pikachu, like, he gets, like, soaked by something or he, like, falls into a mm-hmm. river or whatever. Yeah. And there's a bit where you see that and it's it literally looks like you've, like, taken a dog and dipped it in water and put yeah. it in front of you. It looks really, like... The, f- uh, the fur physics were great. Yeah, they? they're really cool. Um, there's a Machamp that I remember seeing that was... Yeah all right there was the gyarados was a little bit and the charizard a little yeah, bit some of them were a little bit too overly textured i think yeah yeah and i think um oh what's it called now uh gengar gengar looked a bit naff yeah there was something a bit weird going on with gengar really yeah, it looked a bit yeah. naff however the blow up balloon versions of the pokemon were pretty spot on <laughs> in this yeah. film weren't they yeah mewtwo yeah. was really cool looking yeah, that was pretty um, cool. Which could have looked really horrible because he's the most humanoid looking. Yeah. And also fleshy, so that could have looked horrifying. And another good thing What's... about this film was like when the Pokemon were like, what could have got really annoying really quick yeah. is the Pokemon just saying the names like all the time. But they don't really do that. They're like animals yeah. where they will make noises like an animal does. Yeah, and then they'll kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, then they'll kind of say the name like they yeah. do. Yeah. What were you about to ask me then? Um, I can't remember. Bulbasaur looked really cool. All the little Bulbasaurs looked amazing. Yeah. The, see, there was a lot of Pokemon from more modern Pokemon games yeah. that I didn't really recognize. That kind of helped world build a little bit for me through this. But yeah, I thought I thought this one was ace. I watched this with my girlfriend before she really got into Pokemon Go. Yeah. So she didn't really know Pokemon past the first generation. Yeah. So I sort of played a game of trying to name every single Pokemon on screen. <laughs> and I did a pretty good job, to be fair. Yeah, it definitely gets a let's-a-go from me. Let's-a-go! Uh, next one yeah, is... Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Next one is Assassin's Creed with More Michael like Fass. Ass Creed. <laughs> Terrible. Assassin's Creed with Michael I've not even seen it all. No, I've seen bits. Um, apparently, this is a very much a terrible rendition. Yeah, so this was on Netflix for quite a while. As soon as we go to watch it, it's been taken off. So most of these films have been taken off like Netflix and Amazon Prime, so it was so hard to try and watch any of these. So, oh, God. But, yeah, Assassin's Creed got it's slated a- when it came out. Everyone yeah. was saying it was just overly long and convoluted. And it was just a like boring spectacle it's a shame because when you've got a film with michael fassbender in it you your expectations are pretty high yeah i remember us two being quite excited when they announced assassin's creed with michael fassbender yeah especially hot off the tails of x-men i think the thing about this film is there wasn't there just wasn't enough assassin stuff in there i think that was probably what it was it wasn't what people were expecting it to be and i think the fact that they chose one of the like a new assassin as well 
Yeah, they didn't do Altair or whatever it yeah. was. Altair or Ezio or any of them, they didn't do. Yeah, yeah. I think because even when you play the games, like the the actual real life element of it where you're not in the simulation. Desmond, playing Desmond. Yeah, that's kept to a minimum. Yeah, and because that's everyone's you... least favourite bit. <laughs> yeah, and whenever you have anything like that, it's to really progress the story a little bit. Where I don't, yeah, I don't know. It was probably, you know, to be honest, it was probably a really hard film to try and yeah implement into a. Did I say film? Really hard game to implement into a film yeah. because it's like it's like if you were to take Skyrim or Elder Scrolls and put that into a film. Well, the problem is, is that it's an RPG game, so a lot of what you get out of it is spending a lot of time world building doing quests, side quests, yeah. um, customising your character. Yeah, you don't get as much customization from characters in this, and you do have a premise that you can follow, but maybe because you take all that out in terms of the side questing and the character building and stuff like that, maybe that's what makes these films really hard. These games really hard to adapt. Yeah, yeah. but I, I mean, like, if you had just taken Assassin's Creed 1... You could have cut that story down, maybe like cut out a couple of the villains in it, and like that could have just made like a solid one-off movie. Yeah. Or because they wanted to do multiple of these, I'm pretty sure Michael Fassbender signed up to two of them oh. at least. But because it flopped so hard, they're not making it. Um, like you could have done like two or three films with Ezio because in the games, I think we had three games with Ezio in total. That's yeah. two. Three and Revelations, I believe. Yeah, we only had Altier in the first one. He was or like the original. One Revelations and Brotherhood, it was. Yeah, that was it. So you could have done like multiple films for Ezio because I think Ezio is probably most people's favourite. Mm, I suppose at the same time, though, you don't want to take a plot from the video games and like sec- you know, section for section make that for a video for a film. Because yeah, otherwise, well, you're going to go in and know exactly what happens without any surprises well no yeah like you you don't want to do exactly what they do in the game but maybe having a character that people could relate like they've already got an established connection to Mm. it'd be like making a halo film and basing it off like one of the side generals or something like that (laughs) like you would do it about master chief wouldn't it yeah exactly yeah and i suppose you'd there's wiggle room in there because you're going back in history but i just think maybe it wasn't fan service enough, maybe. Yeah. So it's a bit tough because we've not seen it. Are you saying uh, Let's Do or Doggy Do? Have you gone back? No, I'm doing both. You're doing both? So okay. you tell me which one of them and then I'll make the Mario sound oh, effect. Okay, I think it's uh, Doggy Do. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one is Resident Evil, the films from How the How many of these have you seen? I gave up, I think, after the fifth one. I gave up after the one that I can't remember. That much. <laughs> it made that much of an impact. So be- this has to be like the highest earning movie franchise from video games. Yeah, to be fair, there's probably a few people out there. If you weren't very How clued up on like video games and stuff, you may think that the video games were done from the films. I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone thought that. Yeah, just because it crosses over that much between the films and the games. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
it's always been res- the Resident Evil films have always been heavily based on kind of your original games, haven't they? Like the premise of like Raccoon City and stuff. Um, I remember playing the last one I played was Resident Evil Five, um, which was the the like the one in South Africa. Yeah, Co-op. that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that was the last one that I played. Yeah, I, I really, I really liked that one. It was very different. So I think going in a bit blind to Resident Evil, I think that one's like quite a good game to pick up. Yeah, but we don't kind of. It's the most sort of modern th- uh, third-person shooter as well. Yeah, for sure. It's not as clunky. It's not got the tank controls of the previous ones. No, no. But yeah, in terms of the films, I just remember them being. You know, you've got all the villains and stuff that you get from the. Uh, yeah, you got Nemesis game. in the second one, didn't you? Yeah, you do get Nemesis, yeah. yeah. So I think I've seen three and a half of these films. Three and a half. I've seen the first one, Resident Evil, then I saw Apocalypse, and then I've seen Extinction, and I've seen so, uh, like half of another one. I couldn't tell you which one it is, I just know it's not the final chapter, so it's either Afterlife or Retribution. Yeah. Because I believe, yeah, that's the order that they came out in. The first one had some really cool action set pieces in. Mm-hmm. It wasn't great by any means, but it's probably one of the better ones that we're going to talk about today. Is the first Resident Evil? We had like the cool laser grid scene where it cut that guy into a load of awful Ooh. CGI cubes. Yes, I do remember that. Where bit. he had like no bones inside of him; it was just sort of like fleshy cubes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. She's a clone, or is she not a clone? What is she? Is she a clone of the daughter? <laughs> Is is that her the hologram at the in the beginning? Is she a adult clone of that? What what is she? I don't know. Mia Djokovic is in this. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally what I was about to say. That she also does a real good job of committing to this role as well. Yeah, she like, has done this role for years. Yeah, like well in for uh, committing. To Alice, yeah. yeah it took a while before we started to get like more of the characters that we recognise. Like, we eventually got like Jim, uh, Jill Valentine and Chris Redfield. Yeah, all of them. It's mad to think that this was from 2004 to 2016. Twelve years of films, and there was six films. So it was one every other year. Yeah, it's a lot of wow. time for. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> How did these keep getting made? I don't know. Like these did amazing overseas as well, money wise. Yeah, that's probably why. Uh, sorry, did I say two thousand four? Then I was going to say I'm sure two thousand two. Sorry, yeah, two thousand two. Yeah, because I think the first two came out quite close together. Then there was a bit of a break. Yeah, and but then crazy. they started churning them out one after yeah. another. I think probably watching these films like when they first came out. They probably felt they probably don't hold up very well now. No, going back and watching them, I think they're very much a cult franchise. Definitely, yeah. So, what do you give it, Chris? Do you give it a Let's a Do or a Doggy Do? Um, I think somewhere right in the middle oh, because there was some some that were definitely better than others, and also the fact that they weren't the worst. Like they were, they are palatable films, as opposed to a lot of the films that we're going to give it. So I'll give it, uh, I need to think of a new Mario sound effect for right in the middle. Maybe like a, maybe a Waluigi sound like, wah! 
<laughs> Maybe something like that. Somewhere in the middle. You're a bad guy, but it's kind of like, okay. So You're a little bit in pain, but you also sound kind of excited. Okay. It's a multi-purpose sound. Fair enough. I, I, think, like that, it. I think that's going to be like my go-to sound from now on. For any of the scores. No, it's it's... just mean in life, just like, it's kind of happy, kind of depressed, but you know, it's... <laughs> so, keeping it relevant, I suppose Silent Hill is another one. Yeah, so this definitely only got a film off the back of Resident Evil doing well. Yeah, for sure. But, but it's had quite a few films, hasn't it? Silent Hill? Yeah. It's had two. Had two? Really? We went to see the second one together. Was that the second one we yeah. went and watched? I was so scared of a film. <laughs> I really don't do well in horror films at all. And at this, all. Was, this was in 3D, so oh. it had the god, like... Okay, so we'll talk about Silent Hill 1 first before we get onto the sequel. I remember when we watched it, just really quick, I remember when we watched this in the cinema <laughs> and I took my 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 girlfriend as, as of now <laughs> to watch this film when we had only been dating for like maybe a couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely. And just purely embarrassed myself yeah, throughout this film. Yeah, she fully laughed at you throughout. Yeah, I really struggled. She likes horror films, doesn't she? I don't think she deals too bad with them. No. Don't know. I think back then she watched a few more of them, maybe. Yeah, I think she was more excited to see the film than what I was. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. we'll talk about Silent Hill 1 first. I think Silent Hill 1 is a, a pretty damn good film. I bought this on Blu-ray. That's how much I like this one. I think it's the only video game movie on this list that I've got on Blu-ray. Do all the Silent Hill films have Pyramid Head in them? Uh, Do yes, both of them he's have in both right. of them. Okay, so I think I've seen scenes from number one. You probably have seen the one where he rips the skin off a woman. Yes, He rips I have her seen entire that. skin off in one go in front of a church. Yes, and I've seen it. Yes, that's the scene I've seen. Yeah. And I've also seen where he gets the sword and then he hits someone over the head with it. And then yeah, it just makes straight in the middle. Yeah, that's yeah. it, yeah. Uh, and then I think number two had the um, nurses in them with their faces wrapped yeah, up. Yeah, I think the yeah. nurses are in both of them, but they're in more in the second one. The second one has the mannequins at the beginning in the shopping centre. Oh, that was creepy. Freaky film. That's where you get the like the awful, gratuitous 3D bit, so something needs to stab towards the camera, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Also, that had Kit Harrington in it. No. Really? Yeah, yeah Kit Harrington, fresh off uh, season hell. one of Game of Thrones, I think. Silent, which one? Silent Hill 2? Yeah, Revelations. Revelation. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, it probably would add up that that was around I think, I that time. I think it was the same time. So, yeah, he, he, he yeah. was like the guy that was actually from Silent Hill, part of the cult. So he had like the, the like, I think it was like a pentagram or something carved into his back or something. And he was trying to lure the girl back there. What was the female lead's name? Uh, Sean Bean was also in this film. Sean Bean's in both of them. Oh, really? Oh, he yeah, because he plays Doc, uh, Christo- Christopher De Silva. Yeah, so he is searching for his wife. Uh, in the Adelaide first one. Clemens is the lead. Uh, what's actress? her character name? Uh, Alessa. She plays two people apparently: uh, Alessa great. Gillespie and Heather Mason. Uh, yeah. So Heather Mason, I think, is the character that we're following. I think she also looks like somebody from the day that Silent Hill got fucked up or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've mostly forgotten this film. Yeah, yeah, that guy was cool. He's got like four buzzsaw blades through his head. Yeah, this is there's some freaky parts of these films, yeah, isn't there? The, the character design is really cool. I think the first one's a better film by far. I like the first one. Yeah. Um also the it's got um the woman who played Audrey in The Walking Dead in it. Oh, okay. She's in the first one. She plays a cop. Audrey? Do you mean Andrea? Andrea, yeah. That's the one. 
I don't know why I said Audrey, <laughs> Andrea, um, and she gets all her skin melted off because they start to burn them. You've got to give it um, props, Silent Hill, for doing a really good justification, like a really good adaptation of yeah. scary stuff from yeah, the, the game. The creature designs are great. Putting it into the film, like it does a really good job of this. Like everything looks really scary, yeah. especially especially Pyramid yeah, Head. Pyramid Head looked quality, absolutely iconic. Yep, such a brutal character. So I think that's a let's do. Yeah, I'd say it probably gets a lot to do, these films, maybe a little... The, f- the first one, definitely more than the second one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say it gets a lot to do, for sure. Let's do. Let's go! Wahoo! So, next one, we're going to touch on Tomb Raider, the Tomb Raider films. Okay, so we'll do the Angelina Jolie ones first. Yeah. I wanted to rewatch them before we watched this, um, but... I don't have a VHS player anymore, so my VHS <laughs> copies of them were out of action. Yeah. Um, also, they're not on any sort of platform. No. So, the Angelina Jolie ones, like, rocketed her career. She was already on the up, but after those films, she was, like, the massive bankable star that she became. Yeah. And, they and I mean, were... visually, she looks, like, even in the face, she looks a lot like Lara Croft. Well, I think Lara Croft in the video games was kind of based off Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Or I'm... at least they started to base her off that more afterwards. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at, like, a handful <laughs> of polygons here, <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, back when they first got, like, hexagonal polygon technology in yeah. games. yeah. Uh, I... And they just slid that boob slider right up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they they really did, didn't they? Yeah, they fair. definitely made a look a lot more like Angelina Jolie. Yeah, um, I can't remember anything from the Angel jo- An- Angelina Jolie versions of these films. I just remember them feeling like the games, like she would like go trawling through things, and you would see a lot of Croft Manor as well, where you have a few missions as well. I like these films growing up. Yeah. Probably in hindsight, they're probably very bad films. I was probably just 10 years old watching Angelina Jolie. <laughs> and you're watching like an adventure film at the time that was probably quite good. Yeah, at you the didn't. Time. Yeah. However, when we talk about the newer version of Tomb Raider. The 2016 reboot based off the 2013 reboot of the games starring uh, uh, Alicia Vikander. Uh, I think you her are name correct. Is. Yes, yes. yes. Alicia Vikander. I think that was a pretty damn good film. I, I was expecting it to be trash going into it, so maybe that's why I enjoyed it more than I thought. It definitely goes on too long. Yeah. I think the whole plot line with the dad still being alive was trash and not needed. Yeah. I think the ending to this film's probably a little bit weak. Um, Which well, part of the ending where? On the bridge. It's like a it's like a double fake out at the end. I think in the uh, end of this film, like, there's like a double triple fake yeah. out. You'd think it's just gonna yeah. And I think whoever plays the villain in this film, um, I do oh, know the actor. It's Walton, Walton Goggins. Yeah, is Walter Goggins in this film? <laughs> he's I don't know. I'd I'd yeah. He's he plays he's bizarre to look at. So <laughs> he, he he definitely looks like a villain. He yeah. was one of the villains in Ant-Man and the Wasp as well. Yeah, he he is literally... 
he either looks like a, a villain or he looks like a lead singer from like a <laughs> a nineties rap metal band. Yeah, a nineties new metal band. Yeah. In uh, the photo that you can get of him on Google Images, which is like number one, the first photo that he, comes up where he he's looks got like he should hair. be in like a tribute app for Limp Biscuits so or maybe like Soggy Biscuit or something. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's got some like piercing eyes, hasn't he? Yeah. Absolutely piercing. That brow line. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Weird looking guy, definitely a villain. Yeah. <laughs> as soon I, as he appeared on screen and he was like, Oh, I'm your dad's friend is like, No, you're definitely kind of a predatory villain. <laughs> yes. I think these films are fine. I think they're fine. I think the new one's definitely better than the old ones. They're a Well, um, I do miss Angel. <laughs> that's the rating that you get for me. <laughs> okay. So continuing on. Also, we are getting a sequel that is due to come out, I think, next year. Fantastic. They're about to start filming today. Cannot uh, wait. Today. This year. <laughs> today. today this I'm announcing day. this right now. So I think maybe before we go on to what was our next on this list, maybe touching from Tomb Raider, Hitman films. Okay. Two guys with two guns. <laughs> two guys with two We've guns. We've gone from a girl with two guns to a guy with two guns. Yes. Also, he's bald and he's got a barcode on his head. I wonder what happens if you scan his barcode. Have you ever wondered How much this? do you think he costs? Well, a barcode, a barcode is technically it'll you know there's a, there'll be a price, but there's actually going to be a name on that barcode. What happens if you scan his barcode, Chris? Agent Forty Seven. Do you reckon that's what it is? Maybe it's Forty Seven P. Maybe if you scan it, it just comes up with the number Forty Seven. Maybe that's an awful lot of barcode to just say the word Forty Seven. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's his real name. I'm sure there's going to be a Hitman fan out there who knows this. There's, I'm sure. So maybe... there's been two Hitman films now. Okay. There's been Hitman, and then there was Hitman Agent Forty Seven. Okay. Um, I've not seen. Uh, actually, I have seen part of the Timothy Oliphant one, which I think is the original Hitman. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's Hitman number one. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, Agent 47 was better. Didn't bother to see it. No. Uh, the Hitman games, I've I've played a couple of them, but I've never been that heavily interested, so I've never really watched the films. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to get some reviews up real quick, see what they've got on Rotten Tomatoes, maybe? Yeah, let me have a little look. So, well, I've got one for Agent 47 here. Yep. Uh, and I've got one for... They've actually both got three stars. Three out of five stars on IMDb. IMDb. So, Hitman number one came out in 2007. want to see who played him in the sequel? Oh, well, it's not a sequel, it's a reboot. I can only I can only Google so fast, Chris. <laughs> uh, let me find reviews. Um, better than expected. This was a review from 2007. That's a lot of stars, Chris. How does this I think rate? that's nine out of ten stars. Nine out of ten stars. Why would also, you have an option for so Who's given Hitman nine out of ten stars? And then someone watched it in 2011 and just titled this review Clones and Orphans. Clones and Orphans. That is Hitman in a nutshell. Solid, better than expected, quite a good movie. Guns, blood, boobies equals fun movie-going experience. Ten out of that ten stars. That was a fat white man in his mother's basement. Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, and then Agent Forty Seven, yeah, it was a different actor. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a guy that looked better being bald because Timothy Oliphant it was weird bald. Yeah, it was Rupert Friend. Okay, or Friend. Why is he so far down the cast list? <laughs> Considering he's the the title character, he was like fifteen places down. Oh, he was in Homeland. Okay. 
So I think this film has Zachary Quinto in as well, isn't it? I think so. I remember the trailer for this film. Uh, He's in like an all-white hallway at some point, just shooting up. So a fantastic first review from this is it says, it has nothing to do with Agent 47. If you have played one of the video games for at least 45 minutes, you know that Agent 47 is all about discretion. I repeat, discretion. (laughs) This movie is just an action movie that tries to get some of the video game franchise fans to pay for a ticket, but that's about it. So instead of discretion, finesse, and elegance, you have speed, force, and super intelligence. Not bad, but not Agent 47. Wow. Wow. Scathing review. I mean, there's a shot of him there wearing a disguise. That's a that's a hitman thing. Yeah, kill them and take the clothes. Yeah, and I've done that in a game. The barcode on the back of the head looks a bit weak, though. To be fair, <laughs> it looks like they maybe just shaved his hair. To Can look we like find the barcode from the Timothy Oliphant version? Maybe uh, uh, compare compare barcodes. What, what is this, Chris? <laughs> Rate my barcode. Yeah, this is how we're going to decide which one's better because they both had three out of five stars. Which one had the better barcode? Oh, it does depend on if there is a photo of Timothy Elephant's barcode or not from the back of his... Oh, there you go. That is a much stronger barcode. <laughs> okay, so Timothy Elephant is the better barcode. A def- um, definit- doggy do. This is a doggy do. Oh, no. <laughs> the definitive barcode on the back of the There head. we go. So, Chris, have you seen Need for Speed? Nope. It had Aaron Paul in it straight off the back of Breaking Bad. That's it. It was a film. Okay, next film <laughs> is uh, Warcraft. We saw this in the cinema. Can you believe it was four years ago? Only four years ago? 2016? I I feel like that was like two years ago. It feels longer than four years Does ago it? since we saw this film. The film felt long. <laughs> yeah, say the that. film felt long. Now, this film, the Warcraft film, this is back to the argument that I gave before where you have a game where there is a there is a plot line. Mm-hmm. However, it is very much a choose-your-own-adventure kind yeah. of a game, right? They did very well with this film to give it a bit of a plot. I do think this might have been based off maybe the Warcraft games rather than World Warcraft. Oh, okay. So yeah, it yeah, had three games which were real-time strategy, which did have more of a plot beforehand. Yeah. I think that's more of what this is based off. People who seem to be like players of the game and fans of the game seem to hate this film. We thought it was better than we expected because everyone was trashing it going in. And we yeah. left it being like, that was okay. I, I didn't thought, feel like a waste of my money. Yeah, I think if this film was just a lot of like orcs and stuff, I think they were the best part. Yeah, definitely. I think the one thing that falls really flat is whoever plays that mage or wizard guy in it. Who I have a feeling. Oh, it's um, from Hello High Water, uh, Ben Foster. Yeah, is it Ben Foster? Yeah, I think um, he is quite weak in he this film. plays Alduin, doesn't he? No, not Ben Foster, not him. Um, he's, the, he's the wizard. No, he plays a different wizard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the apprentice wizard? Yes, the apprentice Skinny wizard. boy. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he was not good. Is that Anduin? Or is that? No, that's Toby Kebble Duratan. Duratan. Yes. Okay. Yes, this guy. He does not look weenie anymore. He's got a big old beard. Yeah, no, he was in Ben-Hur. The remake of Ben-Hur. He was also in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I think he played an ape. Yeah. I thought he was really weak in this film. I thought he was very much playing a video game character. Yep. Who was the main guy in it? What's his name? He's from Vikings. 
Uh, Far left there. I can't read it from here. Travis Fimmel. Okay, yeah. I thought he was all right in it. Yeah, he was a he was rugged cool. guy with a sword, wasn't he? Yeah. I, I, like I said, I think the orcs were the best part in yeah, this. Uh, yeah. Clancy Brown was in this film. He's in every film where there's an orc. <laughs> he just plays orc voice. Yeah. I, I, I kind of liked. I kind of like this. I, th- I, think, I, I think the CGI on the orcs was pretty damn good as well. Yeah, and I liked how it was dramatic at parts, but without being over dramatic. And I liked how it followed that that orc where it's like he's a good guy, he's a bad guy. It's mm. you know, it's one of them. Yeah. But it's very uh, yeah. You know what? I think this film gets a uh, let let's do, let's do. Um, uh, I, I got I, I, got a very low score on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, people did not like this film. We thought it was okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd uh, it wasn't a waste it was okay. of money. I'm glad I saw it in the cinema because like it, like the battle scenes were pretty cool. Yeah, I Thor think, Dan yeah. was pretty cool as well when he started like he's the raging out. Yeah, he's the source, like the orc sorcerer, yeah, the, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Warlock. That whole bit where they open up the gate at the beginning is very cool. Yeah. yeah, the effects and CGI in this are pretty cool. So we're giving this. Let's go! Wahoo! Next one, my Mario is getting worse by the way. <laughs> I think you're getting tired, mate. I think you're getting tired. Wahoo! Not much more. Ow, 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 ow. And Doom, and we're also going to very shortly off cover Rampage because so they the both Dwayne have the Rock Johnson the Rock in them. Video game trilogy. What's his third one going to be? <laughs> Maybe he's already done a third one that we've missed he off. Has, uh, but we're we're going to miss off that third one, even if we have. So uh, Doom, not the video game. What had the Carl film. Urban in it? It had the Rock in it. Yeah. Um. It had the first person scene, which it I think did. is the only bit that anybody remembers. Yes. It um, had demons in it. It did have demons in it. It had everything you expect from a Doom film, including a boring plot. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Because the plot in the Doom games is try and escape Doom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shoot big guns. I like the Doom games for about an hour and I'm like okay I've been shooting a- the Doom games like the new one Doom Eternal is meant to be very good and Doom the- Eternal's not out yet well the Doom 2017 well the newer the one that's coming out yeah is meant to be very very good and the story's meant to have got a lot better okay because you've got the Doom guy or whatever yeah. now haven't you yeah. as he is very yeah. I think formally called the Doom guy Do- Doom guy the Doom. Doom Doomer. Doomer. <laughs> <laughs> the Doomer Doom. The Doomer yes. of Doom. Um, um, yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson isn't very Dwayne the Rock Johnson in this. This was he? like early Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It's so like this he, was like halfway through his wrestling career. Yeah, it's almost like he'd like stopped working out and maybe stopped eating for a bit. No, like that was what he looked like. Like he got more ripped after he stopped wrestling. That's crazy really, isn't it? Like that's back in like... Can you smell what The Rock is cooking with his tiny little Chicago Bulls tattoo on his arm, which is now covered up by that huge Polynesian sleeve? Yeah. And he's not got as much of an egghead in this. No, he's got... I think this was the last time we saw his hair. This was two. Maybe he got doomed off. I remember... I remember seeing a trailer for this. It was 2005. Yeah. Oh, my word. That was back when trailers were on TV. I remember the gun <laughs> looked very much like a Halo battle rifle, which yeah. it does. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I think that's maybe why I remember it so much, because I, I was like, I'm sure that's a Halo battle rifle. Yeah. But, uh, Nobody wears the Doom armor. 
No, but, no but one does. We have the first person scene. They're just like Starship Troopers, really. I can't really, remember really much about this film except for the first person scene. Yeah, I think that was the big the big thing on it. Because that was back when video game movies were like, we need to have some sort of mechanic from the game, and because it was like the first first person shooter. Yeah. That and Wolfenstein, wasn't it? Dwayne so. Johnson's character in this film was called Sarge, and just Sarge. Just Sarge. That's all Sarge. he was known as. That's a good film. One star, it's got an IMDb. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so doggy do doggy do doggy do um so yeah the next one is rampage featuring dwayne the rock johnson again have you seen rampage no okay film okay i think you'd be surprised i know I... there's a flying wolf in it yeah i think that's the best part of the film is the flying wolf yeah not th- the giant albino gorilla i think the casting is not bad in this film uh, I th- I'm sure Mendo's in it, right? I can't Is it remember. Mendo? No, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's in it. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. How the Negan hell did himself. I get Joe Manganiello's in it as well. Yeah, for a very short amount of time, from what I can remember. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's very Jeffrey Dean Morgan in this, um, but like a government Negan. So it's little like Negan. Big little pig. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Negan before the apocalypse. Okay. <laughs> or Negan during the apocalypse, depending on how you look at it. Maybe the ape and the wolf caused the zombie apocalypse. Maybe maybe they punched each other so hard they started bleeding and somebody got infected by the mutated wolf blood or something. We're pulling. And that's we're, how we're, the wolf we're reaching. Inside. <laughs> um, uh, apparently, also, a little bit of news, the a trailer has released for the Walking Dead spin-off. Another one? Yeah. I think it's about the re- it's about the rest of the world while the apocalypse is going on. You're not thinking of the... Um, oh, what was the... Not spin? Fear the Walking Dead. That no, was it, pretty much the rest of the world, though, right? No, that was still in America. Oh, and okay. And that synced up with The Walking Dead because Morgan's on that one as well. Ah, uh, okay. Fair enough. That was five years before The Walking Dead, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. That was in the time that he was in a coma. Morgan's a bit of like a, a what's the word, like a MacGuffin of all the Walking Dead stuff, yeah. really, isn't it's he? It's because he disappeared for five seasons, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway, Goodness that's me. not based off a video rem- game. No, oh, well, we've got the Traveller's Tale video game, so kind of. Yeah, can you remember all the times that we used to actually keep up with the Walking Dead? The I think the last episode I saw was... Uh, yep. I'm, okay. I'm trying not to spoil it for you because I don't know when you start. Wa- How about we don't it's, talk? It was about the it. end of the uh, the end of let's, the. Let's not talk about the it. We're talk- arc of Negan Chris, attacking. We're talking about Rampage, Chris. Do we have to talk about Rampage? No. Let's talk about the next film. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing that's getting a doggy do. Doggy do. Okay. Well, you know what? It's not bad watching. Wow. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right in the middle. <laughs> exactly right. That's the that's the reaction. Okay. So these next ones are a little bit neither here on air. Um, Halo technically got a live action adaptation with Forward Unto Dawn. That was the mini series, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think you had to watch this through Halo Channel. Halo Channel. Which was what a state that was. Only on the Xbox. You had to watch it through your Xbox. However, it was oh, uh, maybe you didn't. Well, maybe was you didn't. this the first or the second series that they did? They only did one series. No, they did two. Did they? Yes, there was another one. The first one was just on, you know, on Xbox Live Marketplace when you could download episodes like 
the guild and stuff like that. You could download web shows. Are you not thinking of that um, trailer that came out for Halo 3 before Halo 3 came out and it was like a live action no, video? No. No. So there was the series which had the girl from the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe films, which I think okay. was Forward Onto Dawn. And then there's another one which was based around Halo 4. Oh. No, I can't remember. I just remember That's the one Luke with... Cage. It is Luke Cage. <laughs> Luke Cage was in this, Chris. Yeah, you know you know the villain from well, the antagonist in Halo Four, the one that's chasing you, the other Spartan. Yes. So there was another series which was on the Halo channel, which had uh, followed his team hunting down Master Chief, I think. Because okay. I didn't watch it all. Fair enough. Well, we're not talking about that one, we're talking about Halo Forward and Two Dawn. Have you okay, seen what happens into-, into it? I can't tell you, Chris, because I can't remember because it was that long ago. We did get a little. I did watch it. I can't remember why I had it. We did get a little bit of Master Chief. Master Chef. Master Chef appears in this. Master Chef himself. You got Luke Cage. Uh... Can't wait to put some reverb on that. <laughs> you, you did it. Swamp it. And technically, this isn't a film, it was a TV series, but we're putting it in there as an honourable mention, aren't we? <laughs> Oh, you do? <laughs> I can't remember it. I can't remember. I think I enjoyed it when it was happening. Yeah, I don't think it kind of gets... Uh... Oh, are you thinking Nightfall? Nightfall! Nightfall. Nightfall. That was... That's the one with Luke Cage in it. Oh, dear. I've I got it didn't all... watch that one. I've got it all very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Forward Unto Dawn starts off in the training academy. Yes. And it's got the girl from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and then Master Chief comes and saves him from a load of brutes. Oh, it was a very long time ago, Chris. I remember that bit. And we cared more about the games than what we did the films. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. Reach the, is out now. The live, um, action, the live action trailers that they released were better than <laughs> the actual <laughs> productions was that it, they was did. Was it... Um... James Cameron, was it, that was meant to be doing the Halo film? I think so. He but... keeps bringing it up every now and again, but then he just starts to do more avatars, which However, the Halo... is just a worst Fern Gully. The Halo TV series is a thing. When's that saying it's coming out? Uh, 2021 It's okay. due to be coming out. And Pablo Schreiber is Master Chief. Let me see what he looks like. Do I recognise him? Do we know him? According to IMDB. Oh! Yeah, it always messes with me head that he's called Pablo, because Pablo is very, like... Not an Irish name, even though I don't think he is Irish, but he plays a leprechaun in American Gods. He also plays Porn Stash in Orange is the New Black. Yeah. So... But I, like, I always just assume he's going to have an Irish accent because of American Gods. Yeah. So that's interesting. That's uh, that's an interesting cast in that. It is an interesting cast. Considering you're not going to see his face, it's just going to be his voice. Yeah, maybe it's just for the... Maybe he plays him underneath as well as like the, the actual body. He is a very big guy. Yeah. Very tall man. That's it. He might play the play a tall guy. <laughs> uh, I think you've got other Spartans as well, because when you look at the cast list of this, there's Riz028, uh, you've got Vanek134, Kai124. Kai is the one from... Yes. Reach, isn't it? Yes. I don't recognise the other names. Kai is the sniper, isn't he? With the skull on his... On the front. No, Kai, I think, is the female Spartan in the blue armour. Um, um, I mean, maybe. if if we're getting it right, no, that's not Kai. That's 
That's not kind. Get the Reach characters up. Let's have a trip down memory lane real quick. Okay. Let's... I say memory lane. It got re-released on PC not so long ago, and everyone's going crazy for it. Okay. Just bear with me, too. This is great podcasting. This is great podcasting. Noble, Noble Team. Noble Team. We had... Noble Team. You had Catherine... Oh, Catherine Cat okay. is the yeah, blue Kat, one. Yeah. Um, Emil is the one with the skull on the helmet. That's the one. There you go. So we're getting some all new. None ones. of them were called Kai, is what I'm seeing there. Nope. We we don't remember nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we remember nothing. I think we give ourselves a doggy do for memory. Yeah. Well, you've got John one one seven, so they have to be other Spartans. Yes. I hope we get the flood. The flood would be very cool. You want to go in flood before? The elites and the no. Brutes. I mean, obviously, we'll get the covenant. covenant. The covenant will get, but I reckon whack the flood in there. It's a bit of a setup, you know. Yeah, for season two. Yeah, get some real evil-looking floody, floody business going on. Yeah. Uh, next one, Chris. It's an animated film. It did very well. We Have weren't going to talk about animated films, but oh well. No, but this one gets a bit of a mention because it did so well, and it's had a, a few sequels. The Angry Birds films. I have not seen any of them. Uh, we've just had we've had two films, haven't we? But then we've got a loaded Netflix series. Yeah, apparently they do really well. Okay, so the next <laughs> one we'll uh, we'll come back to these ones in front of us right now. But we'll have uh, Mortal Kombat from the nineties and Street Fighter from the nineties. Okay, you... this is my wheelhouse now. Oh, okay. I remember these films. Take take it, Chris. There you go. <sighs> okay, you so I believe we had. Street Fighter first, which led the way for Mortal Kombat, I believe. Okay. Street Fighter. Let's talk about this one. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you remember from this From WWE? No. No. <laughs> no, from, from being a martial arts um, film guy. Jean-Claude Van Damme from Universal Soldier. Okay, I'm really You know out. Jean-Claude Van Damme. I'm really you know out. Jean-Claude Van Damme. I'm really out of my depth. <laughs> okay. So he is a Belgian actor and he plays the most American guy in video game history. Um yeah, it's just a weird all-star cast. This one I loved as a kid because it was just bizarre. Like you had um the guy that played the dad in Adam's family, I've forgotten his name. I I got it up earlier so that I wouldn't forget it, but I've forgotten it anyway. Um, he plays General Embos Bison. Embos is a Call of Duty player, never mind. M. Bison. You've got Kylie Minogue in this film. Get out. Really? Kylie Minogue is in this film playing an Australian soldier. Wow. Um, you've got, I believe her name is Ming-Na Wen. Um, from Have you recently of watched Shield? these films or something? I actually watched um, most of Street Fighter a few months ago. It was on TV, and I was like, there's nothing else on TV, so I'm going to watch Street Fighter. It's bizarre. You get um, uh What's the berserker guy called? The the guy with the green skin. You see him get made. But it's the thing is, they've created some big, elaborate like um, story around M. Bison being like, an international terrorist or something. Yeah. And there's no actual... like street fighter fighting in this like at one point you're gonna see the green guy fighting in like a cage fight and just before the fight starts it cuts away to him being made it's it's just a bizarre film but it's like an acid trip for kids so yeah cool whatever yeah um 
I'm giving it a let's ado because I've got fond memories of watching this. Okay, you can give it whatever rating you want. Um, so next one, Mortal Kombat. This was a much better film. <laughs> the fight scenes actually look like the fight scenes. If you if you just want to get a trailer up and maybe put it on mute or something like that, yeah. the fight scenes actually look like fight scenes. Like they're shot horizontally as well, so at half the time. The costumes look great. Like this film was pretty damn good for a comic book film. This was like probably the best one. Other than like Detective Pikachu from the nineties, it was definitely the best one. Okay, I'm, is this the nineteen ninety five yes. Mortal Kombat? The only bad thing is because it did so well and it was quite well received, it got a sequel, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, which let me tell you something was awful. <laughs> the CGI was awful. So there's bits like, you know, at the end of like a green screen effect or something, or like where they like blue screen the background out of like a lightning bolt effect like you can see the hard edge on the side of a cloud like it looks like a a high school student's like first time trying to do cgi i mean it couldn't be any more awful than that lizard that i just seen in this trailer it was worse than that (laughs) oh honestly and they recast the entire cast as well so nobody returned it was just awful absolutely awful sequel first uh, one though was just like watching the tournaments from mortal kombat would you say it holds up would you say it um held up for me (laughs) (laughs) seems to hold up for a big cult following fair enough Um, fair enough so we are getting a new mortal kombat film next year which is near enough finished wrapping Mm -hmm. production that's shooting in australia probably had to pause for a bit while the whole country was on fire yeah Uh, but that is apparently meant to be r-rated uh, gonna follow a bit more closely to like the newer game designs, mm-hmm. and also it's going to have fatalities in it. Yes, yes, I can imagine the fatalities in this 1995 version looked very interesting. They didn't really have fatalities, no, because they wanted to keep the characters around for the final showdown and stuff. The Scorpion and Sub Zero look good though. The only thing about Scorpion I did not like is so you know, like he pulls a whip out, he's like, "Get over here!" Yeah, like that classic move, like so Batman. He- yeah. Like you just did. Get over. This is a car. <laughs> so he holds his hand up right next to his head, and it's such a slow sequence. It's painfully slow. I'm surprised it wasn't in the trailer. Where his hand just sort of like cuts open in the middle, and it opens up like a horrible mouth. Uh. And this little like dagger thing comes out and then goes flying forward at people like the chain that he's pulling. But I don't know if it's just me. But that went through me so much. It was horrible. It's just like seeing this gaping wound open on his hands. But it's like weird CGI flappy mouth. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah, you wouldn't have liked that. No. So you'd give it a let's do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do. So the next one on our list is the Prince of Persia. I saw this in the cinema. You saw this in the cinema? I saw this in the cinema. No shame. Because I was excited. God, 2010, you went to the cinema to watch If I could only go back in time and slap myself. (laughs) Why was I excited about about the most whitewashed thing I think Disney has put out since Song of the South? (laughs) (laughs) It's a film about a Persian prince... A Middle Eastern prince played, played by, by Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> All the lead characters are played by white people. <laughs> the only Middle Eastern actors in this are all the villains. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Disney. Well, we did just watch the trailer for this. Yeah. It looked pretty what? good. 
I'd say it very much enjoys the whole slow motion zooming on an object moving very fast. Yeah. CGI thing. Yeah, it was a lot of CGI parkour. Yeah. So he looks like he did in the third film, I think, The Warrior Within. Yeah. But yeah. it's based around the Sands of Time. Yeah, I, I remember the Sands of Time, the game. That was like one of the first PlayStation 2 PlayStation games that I was really into. Yeah. And I think it's because I had a, I had a friend that could that played this really well. Yeah. And I was really bad at it, so I used to watch them play it. To figure um, out the parkour. I struggled with the parkour. Yeah. To be fair, although obviously it is a bit of a whitewashed film, they did quite a decent casting with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he does fair. look quite like him. Yeah, especially when you look at that Warrior Within game cover, yeah. and then you see what they and he did had the two with... curved swords and everything. Yeah, you've got to you got to give him props for the uh, the special yeah. effects in this for 2010. Yeah, the dagger looked pretty cool, didn't Considering it? Considering it was no, I was but it did have that one. Disney money, didn't it? It did have Disney money. I I I still can't believe Disney made a Prince of Persia game. You know the po you know the poster for this that that you you can find where it's got like the blue and the the orange and stuff. Yeah. That could be a live action reboot poster that we get now. Yeah. It does look it doesn't look like it dates very much. I I think it has held up pretty well to be fair. Yeah. I mean 2010 is like things from then were did look pretty good so they probably would hold up. Yeah. It's not like it's 1995 Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, it got absolutely slammed by uh, Rotten Rotten Tomatoes. It yeah, probably because it was... Metacritic gave it 50%, IMDb 6.6, but 93% of Google users like this film. Well, there you go. Audience and, review. Yeah, so... Um, it. I said to you, it looks more like Aladdin than the first trailer we got for the new Aladdin film. It did very well at the box office. It like it doubled its money nearly from the budget. How much did it make? Uh, three hundred and thirty-six point four million. Wow! And it had a budget of one hundred and eighty-five million. That's pretty damn good. Not bad, really. So where was the sequel, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Give us the Prince of Persia sequel. We, we've all been asking for. Maybe it got uh, too slammed for being whitewashed. Yeah, maybe. Good, good cast though. Yeah, Jay Gyllenhaal, Ben Kingsley. Madison. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. So I think we come to the end nearly of the films. I mean you've you want to talk really quick about the UE Bowl films, I think. <sighs> so, like we said, we wanted to watch some of these films before we talked about them. But none of them seem to be on Netflix or Amazon. Except for one. <laughs> <laughs> so Yui Ball has made a slew of <laughs> of video game adaptations. I, I I didn't know this, right? But why does Yui Ball come up as a restaurateur instead of a filmmaker? Because he... he he's got a restaurant as well. But why is he known as a he restaurateur also, he also, before he's think, a filmmaker? I think he also got kicked off the internet a couple of years ago for kicking off that people didn't like his films, even though his films are trash. So he. He did. He used a lot of crowdfunding for these. Yeah, he did. He gets crowdfunding, and then they come out in the trash, and people are like, "You ripped us off again." <laughs> so how has he managed to get away? Okay, with so it let me let me so let, let me tell you which ones he's done. He did Far Cry. Did you know Far Cry had a film? 
I didn't. I thought this was just a, someone pretending to recreate the photo of the video game. Nope. That's the actual poster <laughs> for Far Cry the movie. He did three, count them, three Blood, Ra- uh, Blood Rain films. Do you remember Blood Rain? Uh, I do remember the Sexy Blood vampire girl <laughs> cutting up people before Underworld was the thing. The he did Postal. Reich. Postal. Okay. He did three House of the Dead films. Let me tell you something. I watched the trailer for the first House of the Dead film, which you should watch. <laughs> It's awful. <laughs> I mean, oh I yeah. cannot understate how bad it is. This Blood Rain is Blood Rain <laughs> is the only one that's on Amazon. Not I mean, the two sequels, just the first one. It's not even got a Rotten Tomato score. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> it got three that, That's out of not ten. the first one. That's the third one. That's the third Reich. That's the third one. <laughs> so go on Blood Rain, the first one. Let me find it. Blood Rain the first. It's got um Oh, what's his name from the Tarantino films? Uh, Madsen, what's his name? Oh, uh... Michael Madsen. Nope. <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Michael... Michael Madsen, on the far right. Oh, yeah, Michael yeah. Madsen. So yeah. it's got him in it. It's also got Ben Kingsley Yeah, it's it? got Ben Kingsley as the main villain in it. Also, he, he likes I doing, think Ben uh... Kingsley is the only character in this film that is not ADR'd over. <laughs> Everybody else is not moving their mouth in sync with the lines. It got 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. It is the worst <laughs> film I think I've ever seen. So I was watching this in the background while I was playing Call of Duty yesterday. So I wasn't even paying that much attention to it. That is not the first film. That is definitely the third Reich or something I like that. I think that's a cosplay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I might have enjoyed the film a bit more. <laughs> it looks better. The cosplay. Yeah. Looks so better. that's the that's that's the lead actress in the first one. Wow. Um, I had this on in the background and I couldn't make it past twenty five minutes. It is awful. The dialogue <laughs> is awful. The action scenes are slow and weird and awful and overly use of CGI, which is not good CGI. Wow. I just. So- I with this being quite clearly your favourite video game movie, it had a budget of twenty five million, and at the box office, it made three point seven. <laughs> it lost money, and they made two sequels. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! As much as we want to talk smack about the Resident Evil films, oh my god, the third one online, it just has a budget. It doesn't actually have a box office. <laughs> Because I don't think it was released on the box office. Oh my god! But its budget was ten million. Twenty eleven. So it was, was fifteen million less than the first one. <laughs> wow. I'm not surprised. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. The, these films are just terrible. So the House of the Dead one. Oh my god. Yeah, he did like, a lot of films though, didn't he? Yeah. So the House of the Dead one. There's a shot in the trailer where they clearly wanted to recreate the bullet time sequence from. The Matrix. So this character just does a really weak jump and somehow ends up 20 foot in the air and the cameras just spin around as she shoots like one pistol shot. (laughs) So that Postal film had a budget of 15 million US dollars. It made back 146,000. Wow. Do you want to know what the opening scene of Postal is? Go on. Two terrorists flying a plane, arguing about how many virgins they would get when they entered heaven. Right. And then it pulls out of the cockpit, and they get overrun by the passengers of the plane, which causes them to crash into the World Trade Centers. Right, no wonder it made not even 
I mean, I know Postal is meant to be like a satire, like, it's just go around and kill random people and homeless people. That's what the game is, but the film seems to be even more shocking and bizarre. Oh my god, yeah. We'll uh, we'll erase this so, from yeah. our memory. Yui Ball, or Yui Ball, what's his name? Yui Ball. Yui Ball. Not a good filmmaker. No. <laughs> How does he keep making films? I could make better films than this. I think you have made better films than I this. I have made better films than this. My this pod- Snapchat used to be amazing. This podcast is a better film than it. It doesn't <laughs> even have video content. Um, so yeah, a couple of honourable mentions. Uh, Ready Player One. Very good film, I Pretty say. Pretty good film, that. Yeah, uh, it mentions a lot of video game characters. It yeah, is based it's on- just a big homage to yeah. 80s, 90s culture, isn't it? And then, if you remember, Chris, it's a bit of a weird one to throw in here, but uh, video game movies, making a movie in a video game machinima. Back in the day... Oh, so I- that says machining in general, oh, and I was like, what is machining in general? <laughs> <laughs> so Mach- machinima. Machinima. Oh, okay. You may remember Red versus Blue. I do. I submitted some stuff to machinima back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. Uh, Red versus Blue was very funny back in the day. I actually went back about, I think it was like last year, and started watching like the first season. I remember season you telling me, again. yeah. And honestly, like, it's it what people can do with video games and just like a mod so that they can film stuff. Yeah. Or, um, it wasn't they, even a mod. They used like the hovering camera where yeah. you build, didn't they? Yeah. Honestly, really, really good. That yeah. I mean, that spawned Rooster Teeth, which are now making actual films that are released in cinemas and an anime starring Michael B. Jordan. Madness, isn't it? That started from two characters in a Halo game chatting shit. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, and that's it. That's, uh, I think we Oh, exhausted. also Tron we had on the list as well. That's yeah. based around a Tron video game. Tron gets a bit of a... Um, Tron and Tron Legacy, I like those films. Tron Legacy, the CGI is awful, but... Honourable mention, though. Honourable mention. Maybe we do a Tron episode at some point, because I want to talk about those films a lot. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going to blitz through because we have we have totally exhausted the list of video game movies. Uh, we've oh no! Wait, no, we haven't. Oh my word! What have we missed? The one that started it all off, the first video game movie. It was top of my list, and I completely forgot I got it rid of it off the list because I just thought I'd remember the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, no, <laughs> all the references that we've been doing. <laughs> the Super Mario Brothers movie was such a shit show. <laughs> Like I've got a quote from Dennis Hopper, the the villain of the film. He plays King Cooper. So in this film, King Cooper is from a parallel dimension below New York, where the um, meteor didn't strike the dinosaurs, so they just sort of evolved into humans. But then they were weird human dinosaur hybrids. So he's made a ray that can devolve people. Wow. Also, Yoshi's in this film, but he's just a little raptor. Amazing. Let me get up this quote from Dennis Hopper, the villain. So while you get that quote... I've up, got it here. Oh, have you got it? Okay. It was a nightmare, very honestly, that movie. It was a husband and wife directing team who were both control freaks and wouldn't talk before a decision was made. Anyway, I was supposed to go down there for five weeks. I was there for 17 weeks. It was so over budget. Crazy. He was there for 17 weeks filming this film. Super Mario Brothers film. (laughs) The the two lead roles used to show up drunk because they hated working on this film so much. Sam just knocked some cables on his laptop and it looked like it shut his laptop off for a second there. (laughs) The whole podcast is lost. (laughs) Yeah. This film is bizarre. Like, they take characters from the games, like... 
the I think it's Big Bertha or something like that, Big yeah. Brooder or something, yeah. is a fish in the game, and it's a large woman in tight leather with like four arms or something. This sounds like a bizarre, bizarre. The whole film. city is covered in fungus because it's meant to be the Mushroom Kingdom. Wow. It's just horrible slimy fungus this film is bizarre and it set up a sequel they thought they were going to get a sequel a certain doggy do yes fantastic this is an elephant sized do <laughs> an elephant sized do oh no although <laughs> i do want to watch this again i haven't seen it since i was a kid maybe we should watch the super mario brothers movie put, put ourselves just get some... really drunk and watch it yeah put ourselves through some pain yeah so that's it that's the list of all the video game movies or at least ones that we could think of that have been out and uh, we're going to talk a little bit now very quickly about some of the ones that are coming out uh, and then the ones that we want to see yep. and then we'll finish off uh, this is a very very long form podcast but a uh, bit of video game movies doesn't seem like we should split it into two parts. We should just no. blitz the rest of it. And we are it. covering so many, like, you're welcome. Yeah, you're very welcome. <laughs> we did the hard work, so you don't have to. So some of the video game movies we have in the works, we have an Uncharted video game movie. Starring Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Starts production in a couple of weeks, I believe. Spider-Man himself. Yeah, although very... the director has left, so who's directing it, we don't know. Who knows? Video game movies tend to have a lot of ups and downs, really, with them. Look at Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. It's meant to be an origin story for Nathan Drake. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for this. It looks like a film already in the game, so maybe. Yeah. Well. I think visually it'll look ace. Yeah. Yeah, lots and of Tom parkour. Holland. And Tom Holland, yeah. Just Spider-Man, but without a Spider-Man costume, really. Yeah. He's just going to be using a whip to fling around things instead, because it's just Indiana Jones is essentially what it is. We're getting a Minecraft movie. Is this going to be like, like the Lego movie? Mm, do you yeah. reckon maybe not a live action a live action minecraft movie would be bizarre oh that'd be horrible square people oh, <laughs> <laughs> no i mean like you know how in the lego movie is like in that universe but then you find out it's somebody playing the game yeah maybe, maybe something like that or whether it's going to be like the traveler's tales games yeah maybe maybe but to be continued. Weird. I don't need a Minecraft movie. No. It's not necessarily based on a video game, but it's meant to be inside of a video game. We're going to get Free Guy fairly soon with, with Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Looks okay. Looks interesting. I'll watch anything Ryan Reynolds does. Looks like a GTA. Except for Six Underground. Fair I enough. stopped that ten minutes in. <laughs> yeah, that's, you've not missed much there. That was Michael Bay jacking himself <laughs> off on a screen for two hours. We're getting a Metal Gear Solid film. This has been apparently in the works for years, but... Mm. Apparently so. There's a lot of fan castings um, for Solid Snake in this. Yana Reeves. Yeah, Boss Logic does a lot of them. Yeah, for uh, uh, for yeah. Solid Snake. Uh, we're getting a Mega Man film. Apparently, we're also getting. Is a- it going to be animated? Who knows? I'd like an animated one. I think a lot of these are just they're happening, but we yeah. don't know how. They're Maybe look Mega at. Man made by is it Illumination? Studios, ones that do the Despicable Me. I think yeah. that'd be a cool art style. Uh, we have actually got, for some of these, we do have the studios that are doing them. So let me really okay. quickly pull it up. Um, yeah, so let's have a quick look. So Uncharted is... It'll be Sony, probably. Yes, I think it is Sony. It's, it's owned by PlayStation, isn't it? Yes. Um, the next one is that we'll be getting a Call of Duty movie. Um. So a Call of Duty movie is just every war movie. Yeah. Uh, do you reckon they'll do it in World War Two, Or 
Or maybe it'll be like more futuristic Call of Duty, Modern uh, Warfare. I was thinking maybe... Well, after the new Modern Warfare game, I don't think we need a film because that was quite cinematic as it was. Yeah. And also, that was very close to the bone with things that are happening in the world right now, so maybe they would do something like that, although maybe a bit too close to the bone to be making right now. Yeah. Although you... Captain Price and Ghost would be two cool and, uh, protagonists. You'll be very happy to know we're getting another Mortal Kombat film, as you knew. Yes, we uh, did say that earlier. Yeah, that's Warner Brothers again. Yeah, uh, yeah Uncharted is Sony. Minecraft is Warner Brothers. So okay. potentially it could be a bit like a Detective Pikachu thing, maybe. Maybe. Uh, Metal Gear Solid is going to be Sony Pictures. Uh, Mega Man is to be announced. Call of Duty is to be announced. We are getting an untitled Detective Pikachu sequel. Yes. It- also, sorry, quick one. Um, the Lego movies were by Warner Brothers, so Minecraft, it works. Yeah, for sure. It does work. Uh, we're getting an untitled Borderlands film with Eli Roth directing so i did not know eli roth was directing this so that made me so much more excited for this i love the borderlands games yeah me and you both do we play them together yeah, quite a lot they're really good eli roth is fantastic so that can only be bonkers it's meant to be Lionsgate films doing this yeah that's very cool it's a very Lionsgate film that yeah and then a couple of ones that are um just out there is the division yeah um dante's inferno so yeah. I think The Division is also getting a series as well. Or it yeah. had a series. Again, it's very similar to Call of Duty. How do you... Well, I mean... The I Division has got a bit more of a defined plot to it, hasn't it? Yeah. I guess you won't have the same struggles as what you have would have if you had a Call of Duty movie. And then we're meant to be getting an Overwatch movie, which you'll be very pleased about. <sighs> I love Overwatch. <laughs> Overwatch already has like mini-movies, so they make animated shorts for all the characters and stuff yeah, like that. Have you, you ever know. seen any Yeah, of them? they're really good. They're so good. Just so the would... trailer for Overwatch 2 was really good. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, anything like that, just a longer form version of that. I wouldn't make it live action or anything. I would keep it in the style because the art style doesn't... Like, it would be a great animated film. It suits the animated style like that. It's yeah. realistic enough, but it's not... I think it would be successful. I think people will go watch it. Yeah, definitely. Because they know what they're getting and they want more of it. Yeah. So... And now, I'm so excited for that. Phil, and speaking of films that you want to see, Woo! we've just put a very, very short little list here of films that I'd like to see, and then you've put a couple that you would like to see. Yes, I think I agree with yours anyway. Yeah, I think a Gears of War movie. This is, has been long rumored. Yeah, look, I think it'd be awesome. Dave Bautista as Marcus Phoenix. Yes. Yes, good casting. Good casting. Gears of War film would be amazing. Yeah, but not like where it is now. I think if it went back to like Gears 1. Yeah. Just do Locust. Just do Locust. Yeah. Nice. We don't we don't need Dom's kid. We don't need old man Dom. We want like prime of his action, Dom. Yeah. Uh, not Dom. Marcus. Or even Uh, well Dom as well. You know what? I would take a Marcus Phoenix origin story. Yeah. I'd take that in gears. That'd be pretty interesting. And when Dom first getting teamed up, when they first get the cog armor. Yeah. Yeah, going through the... Oh, you might actually get the Pendulum Wars instead. Yes. That'd be very cool. With Fe- and Marcus, uh, Marcus Phoenix's dad as well. Yeah. Oh, well, you'd get the Pendulum Wars, and then you would get the Locust tease at the end, or maybe they would appear as... I don't know. It'd be interesting. They could rewrite it a little bit, make it a bit cool. Yeah. Um, but very, very good game series. That would be so good. Very like, make good it series. R-rated so you could get proper snotty with the chainsaw yeah, kills chainsaw as well. Chainsaw bayonets. Curb stomping. Oh, so good. Yeah. I, I imagine those weapons on 
the big screen as well. Oof. Hammer of Dawn finale. Oh my gosh. Oh. Boom shots. Oh. <laughs> and then you could get really creepy with like the wretches and stuff. Oh, like if you yeah. went back to Gears 1, like some of the really creepy parts of the film. The wretches and tickers, uh, you know, like in um, Cloverfield. Yeah. Where they burst out of the chest and all that. Yeah, that'd be cool. They explode. I'd yeah. like to see a Bioshock movie. Yeah. Uh, maybe not even like an underwater Bioshock or not even like Bioshock Infinite, but if they did something a little bit different. Okay. I think if they just kept the premise. And... There's a new Bioshock game in the works. Oh, I love Bioshock. Yeah. The un- original Bioshock games are so good. See, I think you could even do the ones in Rapture, but maybe a different story. Yeah. From a so different that you could have all the big daddies under there. Because so, that's such a claustrophobic. Like, I first started playing that game when I was way too young to play it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I I put it away for several years because it scared me. Like yeah, it was the, so claustrophobic. The first game is like got so scary, so much scary parts. Like, as soon it? as you go down into Rapture, yeah, and, like that creature just pops out of the shadows onto the glass. I was bricking myself. Yeah, and then you <laughs> it have, took me years to go back to it. You have the big daddy that appears with the drill, and oh right, there is a bit in the Bioshock game that I'll always remember when it <laughs> happened. I had to put the game down for a bit. There's a bit right at the beginning of the first Bioshock game where you go into a dentist room. Yes. And the dentist room, like, fogs Ooh. up. And then it, when the fog settles down, you you have, like, a teddy bear that appears in front of you. And then it goes foggy again. And then there's nothing in front of you. Sam hates suspense. But <laughs> as soon as you turn around, no matter how you are stood, that character spawns behind yeah. you. I remember like, like the one with the big drill on his arm. No, no, this was just oh. what like a standard bad guy, you yeah, know, yeah, one yeah. of these splicers or yeah, whatever. Yeah, splicers. Oh, and it's and it just it just shits you up, man. It's so like just. Uh, it, I just put it down. I, I was like, no, I can't. I can't do that yeah. now for a bit. I was thinking of the big sister in Bioshock Two. She's got a long drill, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brutal games. Oh. Brutal games. Also tying on from that. Um, no, I forgot the game now. Oh, uh, I was just thinking of horror games that we played together. Dead Space. Oof, yeah. Dead Space would make a cool horror film. Yeah, Dead Space would be brutal. I like it. I think the Alien films are waning in quality a little bit lately. Yeah. Or they're just a little bit too obvious, so maybe a Dead Space could fill that, like, space horror. Very cool visual of that Isaac's armor as well. Yeah. That'd be very cool. So dark with just, like, the plasma beams from his his gun lighting up a scene yeah. and then you get like i remember we played it so late at night and at one point you go around a corner into this dark hallway and there's just a character bashing its head into the wall oh. and you were crapping yourself the suspense waiting for yeah. him to turn around and attack us oh it's so brutal that'd yeah. be cool i've i have a, I've a fear with that game though if it did ever become a movie it may have the same issues with doom for example like the plasma core would all be about making sure you're chopping limbs off and stuff, which it would be, obviously, but I wouldn't want it to be, like, as on the nose yeah. as what, oh, you need to cut the limbs off. Oh, yeah. okay. You know, one of them. But well, I think you could have a pretty cool, like, one man left alive on a space station, isolated. Yeah. Horror. Yeah. Defo. You put a good Halo movie. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone would like to see a good Halo movie. So we've had, like... This was before I realized that they would, like we discovered earlier, they're doing a new TV series. Yeah. Like, I think Halo would probably be more suited for the big screen. 
Yeah, for sure. Rather, but I mean, TV nowadays is really good. So like the small screen will work just as well, like in a long form series. Yeah. You also put a Destiny movie. Would yeah, you really think, want to see a Destiny I think movie? Destiny's just got a cool aesthetic to it. Mm, yeah, I suppose so. And you could follow maybe like the NPCs. So um, is it Cade? Yeah. The EXO guy voiced by Nathan Fillion. It may be like a super long film. Could you imagine the amount of grinding that you'd have to do? (laughs) (laughs) You get to the end of the film and then you get reset back to level 30, but now you need to get complete the film again, but collect emotes of light now just to level up your armor. God, I don't miss it. Like there's there's like a week, there's like a week gap in the middle of the film where they had to wait for Zer to reappear so you could actually (laughs) finally get a good weapon. You've got like, it's just the same boss battle on loop. It's like the end of Dr. Strange (laughs) while you're running the raids. The first half an hour of the film is the main quest done. And then the rest of the film is just (laughs) absolute laborious side quests. Yeah. Just trying to find loot drops and then waiting for DLC to come out. Yeah, but I, th- I think, the like, race. the aesthetic is cool and, like, there's so much more of the story that they haven't dove into. I think that's the biggest disappointment for us was always they set things up, but then they don't pay them off. They just go exploring, like, new villains. Well, I think the problem with the game is it took too long for things to come out. Yeah. You do it, and then it took too long yeah, for anything it took too to long happen. for DLC and stuff. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic, I could not agree with you more. Mm, I would. I knew you would. I we had to get would, Star Wars in here somewhere. I I would love to see the Knights of the Old Republic plot on the big screen. I don't think I've ever seen your face have so much expression just, in it before. When you I were just, talking. I wouldn't want to see anything changed. Sam's eyes have lit and I honestly, I don't want to see a single thing changed. I would, I would watch that plot for plot on the big screen, no questions asked. What, uh, do you think? And I you would, would watch s- the Sith Lords as a sequel. Honestly, I would watch both of them. I was about to say, would you? Would you? Maybe split them up in like a game into two films, or try and blitz through the entire first game in one film. Mm, yeah, you know what? I think I think you could do it in one film because oh, you have a lot of side quests and stuff in Knights of the Old yeah. Republic. If you just smashed that main storyline, it's probably about a film. Yeah, um, I have. I, it would probably have some similar tropes to what the Rise of Skywalker had, where. In Knights of the Old Republic 1, you have the star maps to find the Star Forge. Uh-huh. So it would almost be like a bit of a MacGuffin to pull you yeah. through. Um, but maybe you don't have to have them spread across Korriban, Manan. Um, I'm really going hard. I was about to say, you know this so much better than I do. You know, you wouldn't have to have them spread across Kashyyyk as well. Uh, you could just have like eight, two star maps. But I'd have it so that your character is light side. Um, and then in the Sith, uh, the Sith Lords in the second one, I'd have him kind of crossing the line a little bit. That's what I was about to say. So, a large part of like the story, like correct me if I'm wrong, is the fact that you're secretly playing a villain at one point who's had his memory wiped, isn't he? Well, I mean, how would that necessarily translate? Because obviously, in the games, like he's wearing armor and stuff, he's hiding his face. So, it, like the reveal later on is like different. But if you're watching a film version, you would probably figure that out no, and you well, wouldn't have a twist well, as much well, no because in, in I, i'm really correct conscious me of where time. i'm wrong i'm conscious of time so i'll blitz this very very quick because we're nearly done um the way that knights of the republic works is that you have you you can see your character's face right and he he is playing revan yeah uh, it's this game is well old now so obviously 
spoilers. But um, the plot <laughs> is basically, game. yeah, you are playing Revan, yeah. who you'll probably know now if you're into Star Wars lore, because mm-hmm. a little bit like he's just had his Force effects lightsaber brought out, which yeah. tell me he's canon again, which he is it through Rise so of Skywalker. Cool. And it looks like the Revan is the same Revan that we've got in canon as well now, which is brilliant. Like, I'm so glad they didn't I'm waiting throw for a Revan character. comic book. Yeah, I'm so glad they've not thrown that character away because he's a fantastic character. Such- like... From from the Revan, like from Knights of the Old Republic, like that really sold me into Star Wars. Yeah. I'd say that the Knights of the Old Republic game is the best Star Wars game that has ever been brought out, and questionably one of the better Star Wars stories that we've had. I would I would say definitely like it's got the best story from any of the yeah. games. It's so good. So it, yeah, I in think the Lego games are better myself personally. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, if Knights of the Old Republic was done in Lego, maybe. Um, <laughs> that's the crossover we need yes it's the crossover we deserve but not the one we need right now yes <laughs> uh, it back to last episode yes um so yeah basically you play Raven, but, but all you'd have is you just have these force flashbacks you just have force visions yeah and you would just see the mask because the reveal that you get in the game is that he has a flashback where Revan takes his mask off and it's his character's face underneath mm. um but yeah he, he kind of you he, he has his memory wiped um and it's kind of him getting that back. So, I mean, you'd probably watch this film and know that, but it'd be just... I I think anybody who knows this game and really enjoyed it would want, not want a single thing changing. No, you would yeah. want Callow Nord, who's one of the bounty hunters in it. <laughs> you would want um, Darth Malak. You would, you I wouldn't, was about to bring yeah. up Darth Malak. Such an iconic design. Yeah, you just wouldn't want anything changing with it. You just want everything the exact same. You'd, right down to Sith Troopers, the, the, the proper Sith Troopers, not the ones we got in The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Look, I'm so, gonna I'm gonna stop talking about this because I could do a whole episode on just the Knights of the Old Republic games. Like, I'm gonna control myself and I'm gonna say <laughs> that we've already talked for nearly we're ten minutes away from talking for two hours. So we, really, yes, Damn. really. So let's move on. And you would like to see a Kingdom Kingdom Hearts film? Okay, so as Sam just went crazy about Knights of the Old Republic, I am like that for Kingdom Hearts. It is my favorite game series of all time, besides from Pokemon. That f- it is already quite cinematic and it's like Final Fantasy so you know that like the characters are going to be so cool if you could put them on live uh, action it's got Disney characters in so you can make it a family film as well it would be like fun for the whole family the plot lines of Kingdom Hearts are so convoluted and stupid and they make no sense even the biggest diehard fan does not fully understand them just dumb them down a bit Kingdom Hearts 1 was a lot simpler. Just do that plot. If you want to make sequels to it afterwards, start to bring in Organization 13 and um, all the different villains. Uh, like, I can't even remember the names right now. Like, my mind is blown just trying to think of this. But the characters' designs are so cool. You get to visit all the different uh, Disney worlds. It would be, it would be like Wreck-It Ralph has done for the video games and stuff. It would be like that for the films. Like... You go to Tron, you go to the Magic Kingdom with Mickey and uh, Daisy and Goofy and Donald, and then uh, Daisy? Yeah, Daisy Duck uh, and Minnie. And then you go off to, like, uh, uh, Lion King or something like that, or you go underwater to the Little Mermaid. You could, like, think about the nostalgia here it would have for everyone. That would make 
amazing money at the box office. And the character, it's just such a cool storyline. It's really heartwarming as well, trying to unlock people's hearts and stuff like that. Such a cool concept. Like I said, it's bizarrely complicated. So just dumb it down for the film. Take r- rid of all the time travel, putting your body in someone else's body. You've killed your body, but your soul lives on, so now you're heartless. Like, get rid of some of that stuff, dumb it down. But it would be so cool as a film, even if it's an animated film. Yeah, obviously, it would have to be animated. But, like, keep it like the art style that is in, is in the game so good and they just brought in <laughs> pixar worlds as well in the new game i love how you kind of stared at me a little bit blank when i because you don't Nights have a clue what i'm talking because about because you knew bits but then didn't know when i would start mentioning like callow nord and stuff like that yeah you were like uh yeah straight over my head and i'm looking at you like yeah i know mickey mini but organization 13 going straight <laughs> over my head. so right. yeah so the uh, it's okay, Chris. Imagine, we, imagine we, we these guys in cool black leather trench coat. It's like the Matrix, only they pull down the thing and it's Mickey under there. <laughs> Holy moly. They've got keyblades. Wowzers. They're like swords, but they're keys because they unlock the kingdom hearts and the doors between realms. It's really cool. And that's all we've got time for. Well, that's way more than what we've got time for. Look, we're so sorry this episode has ran on so ran on for so long. We just had so much to cover off. But thank you for sticking. We with never us right need to do end. another video game live action movie ever again. No, we'll just have to recap the ones for 2020 at the end of 2020. Yeah, yeah, cool. Right, that's it. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Get Real Pod R E E L R E E L, and you can get in touch with us via our gmail which is getrealpoduk at gmail.com we are available on apple Podcasts, stitcher spotify all the major podcast networks leave us a write a, a like a review a favorite anything don't forget to follow us if you leave us a review we will start to read them out um leave us some feedback as well let us know what you want us to cover in the future this was a pretty fun retrospective for us um maybe in the future, in a couple of episodes, time, maybe we can do like best guilty pleasure. We both bring a guilty pleasure film in and we can do that. You yeah, guys let us know what your guilty pleasures are in the comment section or anywhere like that. We will be soon uploading some of these to YouTube in audio form as well. So get ready for that. We'll keep an eye to our socials when they go live. And thank you very much for listening. Awesome. Thank you very much. And we'll see you next week. Next Monday, 7 a.m. <laughs> nice and bright and early for your daily yes. commutes with our lovely two dulcet tones nerding out over things. Wow! <laughs> <laughs>